Well, hello, Faith Family Church. We heard another great sermon from the book of Revelation, the letter to Thyatira. Um, and so I'm joined here with Kyle and uh, Tim to discuss the panel. I wanted to give you one uh, quick announcement. This will be the last of our regular uh, pan sermon panels for quite some time while we're doing adventure clubs. We'll probably still do a few case by case and of course uh, the elders uh, Q&A uh, uh, members only uh, videos we'll probably still do. Um, and uh, this has been a, a sweet thing for this yes. time and we hope that you uh, benefited from that. Um, if you have some thoughts about it, if, you, if uh, it really means a lot to you, we'd love to hear that. That'll help us as we think about prayerfully consider how often to do it occasionally uh, in the meantime and whether to bring it back uh, after adventure clubs. But we started it during COVID. And it was it, it just served its purpose so well and yes. it's helpful. And, and I know I'm going to get emails from people in different states who watch it every Sunday, who, who know you. You, you. you don't know them, but they, they know you because they watch you every Sunday. And I know that it is so beneficial. And, mm. and some of you are going to be like, oh, no, I just I love sitting down with the family and, and watching it. And I understand all of that. We, we, are, we are dropping it, or rather postponing it, because uh, we don't have the bandwidth to continue it when we are starting our Adventure Club, which is a, a systematic theology for kids that we're starting on, on Sunday night. Uh, we, just don't, we just don't have the bandwidth. That, that um, systematic theology for kids, I think, lasts eight months. Until October. Yeah. Right. End and of so October. the four months that it's not in, we'll, we'll go back to these. But... Um, I, I know, so I just want to apologize, and I know you really benefit from it, uh, but it's a, it's a secondary thing. Mm -hmm. Now, you know this being a pastor. Sometimes churches start things and then feel obligation to continue it forever. <laughs> we, we just don't, you know, like it's yeah. wonderful. There's been nothing wrong. It's, it's great. Um, and we're just going to leave it on that high yeah. note. Well, Kyle, well, <laughs> Kyle, I love how you like start a tradition and then just throw it away and then bring it back, sort of yes. like the, the call and response um, yes. after the scripture. We did that religiously and then we didn't do it and then we're doing it again. So yes. I, I love how that just shows like tradition can be valuable. Tradition can be uh, wonderful, but right. it's not the ultimate thing. Yes. And that kind of that kind of says it. Well, oh, go sort ahead. Sort like a church-wide prayer, prayer list. I'll get it. I'll get it. You're fine. You start on with requests in the church I was, one of the churches I was in, and uh, you never took it off. Oh, right. You were in big trouble if that mm -hmm. prayer request ever came off. Yes. And so we would have an eight and a half by 11, number 10 print, both mm -hmm. sides. <laughs> yeah, the, the eternal unspoken request, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, we, we are keeping the most important thing, which makes a church a church, and that's corporate gathering yes. on Sunday. This, this is not essential. No. Um, so it, it'll come yeah. and go. It's, it'll come and go. It's been yes. a wonderful supplement, and yes. we hope that it's something of that, and which leads to my next question. So one of the big rationales, for this time was during COVID, while we just could do video sermons even, we wanted to model for people how they could discuss a sermon helpfully. Mm -hmm. So that, that'll be my first question to each of you. How can we, how could people either if they're single or if they have a family, do something like this panel uh, in, their, in their own lives in a way that is beneficial, it's helpful, not divisive, and it's not like having roast preacher for dinner uh, for Sunday <laughs> lunch. Preacher. Tim, what's a great way to, to have this kind of, to discuss this sermon, having been on both sides, you know, ha having your own family sitting under other preaching, mm. but also been the preacher yourself. What are, what, what's the best way for people to talk through a sermon and benefit from that? The opportunity to do this is, it's, it's really wonderful when you have, when you're together and you have established the practice in your home mm -hmm. of 
of worshiping together, of opening the Word of God together, and then considering the text, particularly on a Sunday, mm -hmm. to say, well, what was that about as far as what did the text say to us and how does it affect us? Mm -hmm. And that is very, very valuable. And then if you have children, to include them into that whole mm -hmm. discussion thing. Side benefits of that, see that they're listening. Mm. Uh, you yes. know, and so that you mm -hmm. want to encourage that as mm. you go along. And so it's really great for homes, but it's also great, not like if you're not, and so the home is perfect for setting that up and doing it. But if you're not married and you don't have a home, well, yes. what do you do? <laughs> People get together all the time over coffee, for, and you need that fellowship. Mm. Mm. Well, mark it around what you've heard from mm. the word mm. and how did that speak to you how did that and that's what we basically yeah. are saying yes. how did that speak to me how did that what did you gather from mm. that mm. what did you what was your reaction to this mm. truth that was presented mm. yeah and those are very very valuable times yes. and that's and if you're uh like a, a Two guys, it's iron sharpening iron yep. when yes. you do that. I know. We, we men don't often do the discipleship like we should. And yeah. I would encourage those of you men out there especially um, who are wanting to be a disciple and be discipled, uh, sometimes we get we get uh, a little bit of a free, a, a fre a fear because we're like, well, what are we going to talk about? That's not exactly our uh, – we don't always just get uh, together yes. to, to talk. Well, here's one real simple way you could do it. You could – Talk about the sermon that you heard sure. recently mm. and just yeah. do your own little panel with one or two other men. And there you go. That'd be a wonderful discipleship opportunity. That's really one of our goals for the seminars. Yeah. It's not just high quality teaching, which we hope we really pray that more people will take advantage of them. Mm. But that can be a discipleship tool. Yes. You find another person and you're going to go through the seminars together. That's and then so there's what you get together and talk about is what was discussed in the yes. seminar. That is so, so good. Yeah. I like that inviting someone go with me to the seminar yes. or the service or whatever go out to lunch and just talk about it mm -hmm. naturally uh this is going to be a change for our family because um sarah and i used to watch it together and my children really love to hear um especially my boys men talking about the lord mm. and it was good it's just good for them to hear men as i'm talking about this i'm like why are we ending this yeah this is so good <laughs> but but men talking about the lord um and it's just, it's just good for them. Yeah. But um, man in the home, um, we, we, we are not the shepherd of your home. Mm. You are the shepherd of your home. And so it, we want it to model it for you, but it, it is in your hands. So gather the family, get around. Um, you'll, you'll watch this and you'll see how we'll do it. And then next Sunday, just put it on your list. This, this is what you're going to do every Sunday, every Sunday, and, and talk about the sermon. With our kids... I do, um, I love school. I've always loved, loved school. We do little quizzes <laughs> about the sermon. Like, well, what about this? What about that? What about that? And, and heart stuff too. Which yes. of your kids has the highest GPA of your, um, of your, so of your here, quizzes? Here's, Not here's, in school, but of your quizzes. Here's crazy. Um, Ever, Everly and probably, I, I don't know. They, they all do really well. They all do really well. I hate to say, I think they're, they're all pretty, pretty equal. But we took a, this is a, this is why I'm not on these, because we take these <laughs> rabbit, rabbit trails. Rabbit trails are fine, man. I love but rabbit But I, um, we took this college course t together as a, as a family. Oh, wow. And uh, Everly and Weston. You overachievers, you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everly and, Everly and Weston uh, scored higher than me on one, oh, on one of the wow. quizzes. And I'm like, oh, man, this is no good. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, That's okay. why I always loved it at, at my Bible college when the, um, we'd have like these trivia bowls and uh, 
like the the preacher boys societies would always be the come in dead last on the Bible trivia. Yes. Anyway, anyway, yes. that's just a side note. Well, brothers and sisters, we hope that you, you uh, you've seen how this the, these panels can help model for you how to discuss sermons and other teaching in your home uh, and yes. in your personal relationships. So I hope you'll do that. Well, for one last time, at least for. Uh, the foreseeable months. Let's go ahead and, and switch to the sermon we just heard uh, from Revelation, the uh, letter to Thyatira. We'll just start out uh, asking about how our souls were helped. Um, so Tim and I for listening and Kyle in your preparation and yes. delivery. Um, Kyle, what was the thing that blessed you the most by studying and, and, and for this sermon and delivering it? The, the character of God, mm. I mean, his, his eyes and his feet and how mm. that was a weakness in the church. And so he's getting that across. Mm. Their, their weakness was, was met by his perfection and his mm. character. Um, and that really helped me. Uh, even, even if I don't have applications for, for the million different lives, I, I know what will hit everyone. Mm -hmm. Present Jesus. Put Jesus before the people. Mm. And, right. and that is going yes. right. to sustain them. Praise the Lord. Yes. Tim, how are you blessed? Well, I, I was thinking along the same lines about the, the weakness in the church was their view of Christ. Mm. They did not grasp who he was. Yes. And that's always our problem. Mm. Uh, whatever yes. truth it is, we're not grasping the fullness, the completeness mm. that's in him. And uh, it, it's amazing. You see this pressure that they were under, and, and this was a blessing to me. And they did face societal pressure mm. in the guilds and all mm. that they were involved in there. But what they had to do was to see this picture of Christ, who Christ was, and it would help them take that stand it was necessary. Uh, we live in a society that has completely opposite views of what the Word of God says, yes. and the pressure is enormous on people. Mm. We were thinking about this even in our homes. Mm. Enormous pressure to mm. conform. Mm. And so what do we do as Christians? We don't state the truth. What we do is we begin to compromise. Mm. We? Mm. we begin to backpedal just a mm. bit. Well, we don't want to be intolerant. Right. Well, we don't <laughs> want to be intolerant, but we want to be really grasp the truth, yes. as, as was brought out in the sermon and how important that is. And another thing that blessed me, too, was we are so susceptible today, as they were then, to follow personalities, mm. not truth. Mm. And if someone is dynamic if someone mm. is winsome if someone yes. whatever they may be and are characterized by this jezebel that was person that was in there but in the in the church today we are cult the cult of personality yes, yes. we see it so when we have a gathering of people we want to gather believers do we say come hear the truth the truth is going to no we say hey look we have so-and-so coming dr so-and-so yes. coming yes. and he is not not we personalities yes and and it's not i don't denigrate what these yeah people have done at all it's just what do we follow yes, we yes. those are real blessings to my soul absolutely and that's a great point for discernment as you there's a lot of teaching out there over the internet and in christian bookstores all over um that are you just being drawn to someone's communication gifts mm. or are you being are you understanding the scriptures better are you be are being drawn closer to the lord or are you just mm. being having being coddled uh, and having your sin affirmed, that's yes. a great point for discernment. Probably one of the biggest uh, ways my soul was helped for is just in some recent studies, I've been um, uh, with some pastor friends. Heidi's father's a pastor and her brother's a pastor and another man in ministry. We've been doing a book study together and talk, discussing it over Zoom. And there's the, the chapter I just read last night was about niceness and how mm. 
we, we believe this false gospel of niceness. It's all about <laughs> being nice. <laughs> now, the, the Bible is clear. We need to be kind, gracious, and loving to everybody, whether they're living in sin or not. <laughs> But this whole idea of, oh, that's not nice, I can't do that. That's really what you're talking about here yes. as far as the tolerance. Like, oh, yes. I can't disagree with someone based on the Bible. I can't disapprove of their lifestyle or, what they, or their sin. That wouldn't be nice. And, and how that, that leads us to tolerant, a sinful kind of tolerance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, um, really had um, uh, two big sections here, as is common here for Kyle from your format. It can be a wonderful way to just organize your thoughts. First of all, thinking of the exposition when Kyle was unpacking the text today. Uh, Tim, what stood out to you as he was expositing the text? The very good reminder that bad theology leads to bad morals Mm. and vice versa. Yes. Mm. Yes. Bad morals will take you into bad theology. Mm. That was so, uh, such a blessing to be reminded of that and that exposition that came from the truth that was there. I particularly enjoyed the phrase, and it'll stay with me, is that they were good at hugging wolves. Mm. Really, mm. yes. I'll quote you a kind yeah, of exactly. that. I'm sure I stole it from someone else. <laughs> that'll preach, ahead. brother. That'll <laughs> preach. You don't presume on God's patience mm. because of sin. And those things were just, uh, as the word was exposited there, it was just a blessing to see that. And then, and, and of course, the aspect of how that they were the the promise that they were going to reign with Christ. Mm. Mm. Yes. Uh, And and so it puts eternity in perspective, not the immediacy of whatever false teaching or whatever Mm. uh, sensuality or immorality that they're Mm -hmm. facing at that time. Yes. Kyle, as you were expositing the text, what what was your favorite part of expositing or the thing that was most helpful for you? Uh, Many. um, Just just one. Um, Jesus... uh, perfectly truthful, perfectly graceful, Mm -hmm. Um, giving her an opportunity to repent, desiring for her to repent, but then coming with judgment when there is no repentance. Um, It's not two different Christs. Mm. It's one Christ, but it's, um, you know, sometimes we we place an emphasis in in, in one or the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the things that stuck out to me during the exposition was just, again, the importance of preaching the entire Bible, faithfully. Uh, There's no way we could truly understand what Christ is talking about when he labels uh, this opponent as a Jezebel without our Old Testament. This is why we don't unhitch uh, from the Old Testament, but why we see that God's gospel plan is all throughout the scriptures and that we need uh, to preach through faithfully all of of God's revelation. Well, there are four applications here. Tim, uh, which application really stuck out to you? I have to pick one? All right, I'll pick one. Summarize them all, whatever you want. No rules, just right here, like Outback State. I thought the application, the reminder of uh, not to be afraid, spiritually afraid, Mm. to call out Jezebel's Mm. uh, with with, with being direct, with discernment, Mm. and with boldness. and not meanness, right. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. but it goes to your point. Sometimes we want to be so nice that we don't call out false teaching when mm-hmm. it happens and expose that. You know, we don't, and I think the way you put it is we don't want to worship on the altar of people's acceptance mm-hmm. of us. Yes. And if you start to worship at that altar, mm-hmm. you won't speak the truth. Mm-hmm. You will so be so muddled mm-hmm. that people walk away going, huh? What? I yes. guess it's okay what I'm doing. Yes, <laughs> right. And uh, it's uh, uh, 
what was the term used? Sloppy agape. Sloppy. Mm, <laughs> yeah. that, that's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that is an application that really yeah. spoke mm. to me. Mm. Kyle, what, what application either Mine hit was, you the hardest or yes. you thought was the most powerful? Mine was the one I was preaching to myself. Gotcha. It was, it was to the pastors. Mm. And um, it, was just re, it was just reinforcement. Mm. We are in charge and will be held accountable. We'll stand before Jesus with, with the purity mm -hmm. of the church. Yes. Um, yeah. And just that reminder of... As, as you said, I love that niceness. It's got me thinking now. I'm thinking mm -hmm. about what I'm going to say. Niceness is not Christ-likeness. Yes. Yeah, the, Ooh, the, that'll the, preach the two too. are not you know, synonymous. But um, it was just, I needed this reminder. Not that there's any particular situation. There's no particular situation that's going on in, in the church. I just needed the reminder as an elder that, that as one of the elders, I am entrusted with the souls of these people mm -hmm. and I need to protect them. One of the ways you protect them is um, dealing with the Jezebels, yes. de dealing with the wolves. Yeah. No, in a similar vein, the, 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 the practical, for at least as for our life together as a church, application that struck out to me is that, how, it, like you said, how often church discipline is one of the applications here. Mm -hmm. um, and, and by church discipline, we mean lovingly uh, making sure that we're not allowing into membership people who uh, don't have a credible profession of faith in Christ and having difficult conversations with people who are living uh, in an unrepentant way in a manner that displeases the Lord for yes. their own good. Um, and this, I would again encourage anybody who is struggling with this concept, it can be controversial because a lot of people have seen church discipline done poorly or done in a wrong yes. spirit and so they don't want to do any of it. Mm. Uh, I would just encourage you uh, to attend like, uh, like uh, I think over 20 people were attending our membership class this mm. morning. Attend one of our church membership classes. That's one of the things we touch on. Why we do church discipline because it's commanded of us in the scriptures, how we seek to do it well and biblically. There's a, there's a big section in our church membership booklet um, that, that helps explain the biblical basis for it, how it's done poorly and rightly. And then it even cites further resources because this is just such an important fa factor of what we do here as a church. We welcome anybody to attend and, and we're so grateful that even non-believers feel very yes. welcome here so they can examine the claims of Christianity. But we take membership seriously. We encourage you to take that step but only if you are committed uh, to believing in Jesus and living in a way that would please him uh, and repenting of your sin when you fall short. I was just reminded this today during um, uh, core seminars uh, or Sunday seminars, I was teaching about the, the Puritans in New England, especially Jonathan Edwards and George Whitfield. Uh, but they ran into this, the early Puritans ran into this trouble. They, were, they wanted to keep um, everybody in the church. And so they had a compromise on church membership, the halfway mm -hmm. covenant, where they're like, oh yeah, we'll baptize your infant uh, because we want people in the church, but then mm -hmm. we'll withhold the Lord's Supper unless you show evidence of it. And, uh, and mm -hmm. not having a good view of church membership uh, led to a deterioration in their doctrine yes. uh, as well. So we see that even in, in history. Yeah. Now you, you've preached through Revelation. I, I was so surprised. I mean, really, I, I'm not a I'm not a newbie theologically, but I was so surprised of that emphasis in, mm. in Revelation so far. Yes, it is very, very clear. I'm one of the portions as you're doing when you first begin to teach or preach through it is those first chapters of the seven churches, and you can't come away with anything else, mm. and that's to be expected. And, and you know, Dan. Uh, my experience maybe is, is different than what you were saying. What I have found today, I don't find a lot of people have ever experienced or seen church discipline. Mm. It's not like they've seen bad church discipline. Mm. They haven't seen any church discipline. Mm. 
interesting. Uh, the the, yes. the quote you made of, of the fellow that was examining his denomination. Yes. And how it is mm. just dropped off. Mm. Uh, I won't even go into examples of that, but but uh, it's not. And if it's done, maybe it's done wrong, but uh, it's it's not normal. And one thing that stood out too, Kyle, with some things that you were saying is the responsibility that's placed upon elders, upon uh, pastors, elders in a church. They are going to give an account. Mm. You will stand before God yes. and give an account of how you protected the sheep, how you mm. fed the sheep, and how you protected them. Mm. And so you've got to do it. Yes, You've got to do it. Now, our role is to be obedient mm -hmm. and to submit because you watch for our souls. Mm. And that doesn't, any, that doesn't denigrate me or anybody else. Mm. It's like the whole aspect of the home and, mm. and how God has established that. Yes. And that's a picture of what happens in the church mm. in the same way. And uh, that's why there's very you know, special, I won't say judgment, but very special discipline mm. for those who have that responsibility and violate it. Mm. Yes. Uh, but what a what an awesome thing to be called to. Yes. yes. Praise God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Any final thoughts? No, that's good. Um, I just uh, appreciate what the Lord has done with mm. these panels. Mm. I appreciate you men putting your time in. And with the other, other men, and, and when we have ladies panels as well, mm -hmm. that have just been so helpful. Thank you for taking the time to stay after church and, mm. and help our people. And this is multiplication because now they're going to be Absolutely. doing it in their homes. Absolutely. Yes. That is definitely Amen. our heart's desire. Well, thank yes. you so much, Faith Family. Uh, for joining us and those of you watching elsewhere or listening elsewhere. Uh, we hope this has been a, a helpful time for you and we look forward to uh, starting up something similar after our adventure clubs. Yes. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.